The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It is the afternoon news, a Monday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon New News. It's Jayla Nye, Andrew Gross. Hope you had a great weekend. I, I hope you did as well. Are, are you wishing well, I was, I was to all of our, to our listeners. listeners? But uh, I suspect you had one as well. Had a great one, Friday night at the band. Yeah. Uh, with the boy and friends. Oz, uh, Oz, Oz our friend uh, Oz, uh, met me there after work on Friday. It was great. Uh, Saturday, a below-deck marathon with uh, my wife and my son. <laughs> Don't judge me. And uh, Sunday, off to see The Nun. Oh, okay. In the now, VIP what, theater. What did you think about that? Not much. Yeah, you know what? It was. It seemed to have been um, portrayed or built up as like the scariest horror movie in like a long time. And any of the reviews that I've been seeing on it, people are like, Meh. it was weak. Yeah, honestly, it was weak. Uh, among mm. you know, it's a prequel to other movies that are actually really quite good, um, but this one was weak. That, that's I would that's say, all you have. Okay. Well, I would say this about that. And, you know, everyone judge for yourselves. The popcorn was good. Um, the seats were great. That oh, VIP yeah. the, theater. The VIP lounges or, or theater is really good, yeah. Uh, basically, it felt like somebody who has some uh, interest in the franchise, somebody or a controlling interest in the franchise discovered, like, it must have been at the end of the month and the bills came in and he was just like, or she, you know, I I need to make some money here. We need to put something together. Yeah, so they found a great location, uh, supposedly in Romania, and filmed something over the weekend. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of the money was invested in the promotion. Looking forward to uh, seeing uh, the, what, third remake of A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper and oh, Lady really? Gaga. It's getting really, really great reviews. Is it? Uh, so far, so yeah, it should be an interesting one. <laughs> I, I uh, Actually, I was that guy in the theater because you know how they the show's at 7.15, but, you know, that means what? The show's at, what, 8? Yeah. By the time you get through the yeah, trailers yeah. and the promotion and the advertising. and But uh, one of the ads was for Anne of Green Gables with an E, season 2 coming out. Um, and then the next was for the, re, you know, the next edition of Rocky. And then there was something else, and I just, I lost it. It was just like, is there no original ideas uh, left? Not a whole lot. At no. all? Like, what does that meeting look like uh, over at our national broadcaster? I, I know. Hey, you know what we need to do? What? Another Anne of Green Gables. Exactly. It's like, what have you got planned for next season? She Hockey has more. And Anne. She has more freckles this time around. Right. She's a little more cantankerous. <laughs> they've, they've actually, not only has season two just been announced the premiere day, but season three has uh, been, it's been renewed for a third season because that story can only be told a thousand times. No. no, I'm from Prince Edward Island. I know the story of Anne. It's a good story. It has a good beginning, a good middle, and a great ending. That's the story of Anne. Okay. Which, by the way, is a fictitious story, which is another thing. <laughs> Lucy Maud Montgomery wrote Anne of Green Gables, and during the summer, tourists, and probably still do, they would flock f- there. They would flock to uh, Prince Edward Island yeah. to see Anne's house. It's a, Anne's a fictional is that character. Like Cavendish or something like that? Yeah, it's on the North Shore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's where Lucy Maud Montgomery, I think, stopped and spent the night or something. And said, this would be a good place. Yes, and she based the play, the, the location of the house, on this house. But... Mm. 
and didn't exist. She didn't really live there, according to the CBC. Well, you know, spoiler alert. What? Yeah, sorry about that. I think perhaps what they should do is maybe launch a Anna Green Gables plays hockey and maybe just bring their two major franchises together. Um, all horror mo- movies are weak, just saying. And someone is just saying, yeah, top of the hour news said Nurse was signed to a $64 million deal over two years. No, 6.4. 6.4. Yeah. 3.2 per season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. Well, it looks like the uh, cold weather is continuing. The Oilers in action tonight. It's preseason um, game against the Flames. So the pregame show starts at 5.30. Puck drop tonight at 7 o'clock. We have a couple interviews lined up. Um, one of them about a really cool discovery that was made in uh, Yukon that I've been fascinated with since I heard about it last week. Uh, and, the, and then we'll have another conversation about the use of the word overdose. Yeah, which, when by comes, the way, is a medical term. When it comes to cannabis, yeah, people is are... there such thing as a marijuana overdose or a cannabis overdose? Right. Can that actually It's, it's going to be an interesting happen. one. We have to learn with October 17th, just, just around, around the, the corner, corner, what we're supposed to call these things. But we'll figure that out when we have our guest on the show. We have tickets to give away this afternoon as well. We do, to the Comedy Festival. That's right. And we have a word of the day for you to join us in Montego Bay in Jamaica. But I wanted to ask you about this. Did, mm. I'm so glad that this ended well, or at least so far yeah. has ended well. The Amber Alert for a six-year-old girl abducted in North Battleford, Saskatchewan, that's about an hour and a half from here, uh, police put out the warning, and then everyone's phone should have gotten um, should have gotten the notification. Mine did. Well, because you remember, only a few months ago, they said that they were going to this way, and then when the Amber Alerts would go out, they would go out. I know some people who did not get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it scared the you-know-what out of us last night. Uh, we were in bed already. Uh, my phone's on silent. Coaches is on full blast. And it went off, and we realized it was an Amber Alert. The problem I found with it, and I don't know if you found this problem, as soon as I went to look at it and press the button to get at it, it disappeared. Oh, no, I didn't have that problem. I it had a disappeared and I couldn't find it uh, on both of our phones. It disappeared. Ah. And then I actually had to go into Twitter to find someone who had screenshotted it to see what it was because at the bottom it actually says, for more information, go to amberalerts.ca. And mine just disappeared really quick on mine. Well, very fortunate then that this girl was found so that we're not all blaming that warning system on her, uh, on something, a Mm -hmm. worse uh, outcome. So... First of all, here's my problem with it. And and again... Your problem with what? With the notification. The system, okay. I had already tweeted about it probably two hours before Mm -hmm. I got the notification. So that's number one, that I got the information from Twitter... I tripped across it uh, and immediately retweeted it. I think I said, drop everything. This is more important. Well, I think the fact is the Amber Alert had been into Saskatchewan. It had already been put out, and then it had been expanded to Alberta, and that's when we got ours. Exactly. I guess maybe I was thinking ahead of them that North Battleford being just an hour from the Alberta border, that the car could be headed Uh this way. So Uh that was my thinking, right? But I get that there wasn't an Amber Alert yet in Alberta. My other problem with it was not a whole lot of information in that Amber Alert. Uh, As you mentioned, there's a link to click on to get more information, but that did not include the pictures that some media people were putting out, which would have been far Mm -hmm. more helpful. Mm -hmm. What the girl looked like, what the car looked like, what the strip mall looked like, stuff like that, where it might jog someone's memory to say, hey, I saw a guy get in that car, or I saw that girl, or, you know, I saw that vehicle, right? So 
I mean, information's good. Timely information is better, but complete information mm-hmm. is perfection. Uh, Chadville, did it work for you at 6.30, 6.30? Um, I'd like to know, again, I, I know a couple of my friends did not receive that message last night at all. Some of the other stuff that's, you know, falling out from that one as well. And of course, you know, it was it was bound to happen. It was uh, starting to be a little bit of shaming of, um, of the parents leaving, leaving the child in the car. Now, how many times, Andrew, have you and I had the conversation I on this show about, you know, especially come wintertime, the kids are all bundled up in the backseat. You're just going in to get a carton of milk from the, the 7-Eleven. I don't want to shame anybody. And I don't want to. Right. I'm happy that I'm this happy, child yes. was found. And given the circumstances of um, her her condition, she's autistic, she was nonverbal, had a little challenge walking as well. Yep. This could have been horrific. A much worse outcome as a result of a decision, a bad decision. Yeah. I don't want to shame parents. Parents make a thousand decisions a day. Parents of uh, special needs children probably make 10,000 decisions mm-hmm. a day. It was a bad decision. Um, you know, it's it's difficult uh, to be a parent in that circumstance, and I can understand uh, I can understand why a child was left in the car. I can understand it. Doesn't make it right. I don't want to shame the parents. I, I would rather just put it out to all parents. Well, those you in can't glass, leave a kid in the car. Those in glass houses, right? Right. There's potential outcomes that you're not going to like. Happen. One of which is a car being stolen. And we've mentioned this so many times, as you said. And again, I I won't be a hypocrite about it. A car got stolen with Ashley in the back seat yeah. when she was less than two years old. Mm-hmm. Now, on I, on that particular occasion, I was not the driver of that mm-hmm. vehicle, so mm-hmm. it wasn't me. But I had, in the past, left my children to do exactly that, run into a store in cold weather, grab something, come back out, and it worked out well for me. In hindsight, I would never have done that. But... Ashley was, mm-hmm. as this as was the case here, she was accidentally abducted. Yeah. Uh, you know, a car thief found a car running. It was my ex-wife's boyfriend's car and took it several blocks before Ashley spoke up. Yeah. And he abandoned the car. Hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so workers in a remote industrial area of North Battleford contacted police around 645 this morning, central time, stating that a vehicle parked off the road in bushes matched the description of the stolen SUV. So the girl was found uh, conscious inside. Still no word whatsoever on a suspect in this case. There you go. We'll keep you updated. Jed's on the phone. He wants to uh, he wants to talk about it. Hey, Jed. Hey guys, what's going I on? I the same thing. I couldn't find a license plate number. I couldn't find kind of vehicle. I go every morning from Edmonton up to Lloyd, Saskatchewan. I'm in Lloyd, Saskatchewan, right there. And uh, I travel a 17 highway border, right over to Highway 14. So my eyes were glued, eh? But I, I didn't find out till about 6:30 what the license plate number kind of vehicle was. And here's the thing, you know, an Amber Alert or an alert of any kind in conjunction or partnership with media like radio can be very, very effective because we can get it out to a lot of people really quickly, but you have to have complete information. And I use as an example, and I don't know if you recall this, Jay, but Brad and I were on the air one week and there was a vehicle stolen. There was some very valuable cargo in the back Mm. and the police put out an alert. It was not one of these kinds of alerts. And Brad and I just read out the description of the vehicle and the license plate number. And wouldn't you know it, a 630 Chad listener was sitting Mm. beside it at an intersection. And it was recovered. But to say that a a little girl in North Battleford uh, has accidentally been abducted or has been abducted, and then nothing... What what are we looking for? That was... That's that's what I got too, Jalen. I got it on the side of my bed, my phone. 
Yeah. Boom. Like at three o'clock this morning. I, it was on my phone at three o'clock this morning when I got up to go into work, and I couldn't find anything. Yeah. And then uh, six o'clock, I think I listened, or five o'clock, I listened to the news on Chet, nothing. And then about six o'clock, that's what, when it came up. But I'm on the road and I'm going out that way at uh, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm looking. Anyway. Thanks, Jed. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Some of your texts, uh, Pam, I never received the Amber Alert. Thank goodness I had the radio on. Uh, This one says Amber Alert worked for me, and I live in Carrot Creek, 160 kilometers west of Edmonton. Uh, When I received the Amber Alert on my phone, I immediately turned on Chad and and listened to the reason for the alert. Uh, I was watching a PVR recording, and the Amber Alert even came through on that. And this one says, I got mine at 1030-ish, but it disappeared from my line of text as well. Really? That's interesting. And I spent the next five minutes... Looking through your texts? Looking through texts. I thought, well, maybe it's on 511. Maybe where is it? Interesting. So how about this one as well? And I quite agree. A hacker's dream. This alert emergency directing you to a site via a link is crazy and well and not well thought out. My wife got the alert, but I told her not to open the link as it could be a phishing scheme or scam. Easy to replicate using a phony site. That from Bert. He's right. Mm. We tell people constantly not to click on links from people for, if you don't know where the link goes. But you're asking people with an emergency situation to just judge that no. this is a good link. It should have the information in the alert. It should be right on there, and it should be able to. You know, I shouldn't have to go to another site. I shouldn't have to click on something and go to another site to get that information. I agree. Um, And it was just really frustrating. And then I sat there. First off, then I couldn't sleep because the adrenaline was just running Mm -hmm. through me. So I went downstairs to the couch. I was still awake at 2 o'clock, still trying to find, you know. Well, it was the first thing I Googled this morning. I wanted to know where we were at with it. Yeah. And had seen that the... The good news there. The good news, the girl had been recovered. I also saw a minor point as well. I saw a couple of tweets uh, that she had been found in Nova Scotia. Another one said mm. uh, something I won't even repeat, but it's like, why do you do that? Because there's jerks out there. Just totally jerkish yeah. move, yeah, right? Don't. I mean, she was found in North Battleford, not far from where she was abducted, and she was returned safe, mm-hmm. or she was returned to medical personnel. So don't please don't make stuff up. Uh, 219 on the 630 Chat Afternoon News. We'll take a quick break here. When we come back, let's talk about that dog attack in southern Alberta. Just this text came and says, hey, guys, listening to your show, if you download uh, AEA, Alberta Emergency Alert app on your cell, it will give you the full details when there is alert. Yeah. See, I don't know what everyone has. And I didn't want to tweet back last night when I saw people starting to complain Mm -hmm. they didn't get the alert because I didn't want to give misinformation. I have that on my phone and I did get a, a complete alert. However, it did also tell me to go to a link. Yeah. Okay. So, but it it appears on the app as opposed to appearing in text. So it's safer, right? Uh, This one as well, and I know there's been uh, lots of debate about uh, this. It was another, just a terrible story out of um, Langdon, which is uh, down near Calgary. A 50-year-old woman who died there after being attacked by her dog. So um, apparently the dog had attacked a -a two-and-a-half-year-old girl first, and then when there was some uh, ruckus noise going on, this woman stepped in. The the little girl's been taken to hospital in stable condition traumatic injuries but the woman the woman the owner of the dog um it was a boxer pitbull cross um was killed 
So my question is this, and again, another unfortunate tragic, if you will, story. Um, what I can't find anywhere, and I've tried mm -hmm. everybody's site, is how long they owned the dog. I'm just curious. It doesn't change much, except in my mind, how familiar... Because they keep saying that the dog never showed these mm -hmm. kind of uh, aggressive uh, tendencies before, but I'm curious, well, did you get the dog last weekend? Did you get it last year? Mm. Um, have you had it for a long time? I, I just... It doesn't say. So... Again, I know people will use this as an opportunity because the word is pitbull. Pit yeah. And again, you need, need to remember that pitbull is just a kind of a an umbrella term mm -hmm. for a number of different kind of dogs that uh, that are in there. Um, yeah, American Pitbull Terrier, Staffordshire yeah. Terriers, American Bully, Staffordshire uh, Bull Terrier as well. There are no restricted... At one point in Edmonton, certain kind of dogs like... Um, um, some that fell in this under this umbrella were deemed restricted. Then they changed that. Mm -hmm. They changed that. The only restricted dogs now in Edmonton, they're only deemed restricted when convicted under the Animal License and Control Bylaw for chasing, attacking, or biting any person or an animal causing physical injury or um, chasing, attacking, or biting any person or animal on more than one occasion with or without causing physical injury. And so that just leaves it open to, it could be any kind of dog. It could be a German Shepherd. It could be yeah, absolutely. A, a poodle. It could be a, a retriever. You know what I mean? So, so under that Dangerous Dogs Act, the dog can be quarantined for a period of yeah. 10 days. The owner then given the opportunity to voluntary, voluntarily euthanize the animal. If they don't give that mm -hmm. consent, authorities then go to the courts and get a court order um, to have the dog euthanized. Or the other option mm -hmm. is if they term it suitable, they release the dog back to the owner with strict parameters. I suspect that will not be the case here. Yeah, so if you want to look at some of these numbers, um, from 2013 to 2017, the stats collected by the City of Edmonton uh, revealed that American Staffordshire Terriers, um, again, one of several breeds that are commonly known as pit bulls, were responsible for 30% of all reported fatal dog-on-dog -dog attacks mm. uh, between January 2013 and 2017. Um there were other dogs involved as well, but I mean, that's when you look at the numbers and kind of percentage there. It is a rather high percentage. A German Shepherd, a Rottweiler, an Alaskan Malamute were also uh, in, in some of those uh, altercations as well. So... Hmm. It's uh, it's uh, it gets that conversation going about it. You know, is it is it just their nature, or is it training? Is it the way that they're trained, or or what? I can tell you something. My Brittany Spaniel, who is the sweetest little, you know, freak on the planet. Well, him and the neighbor's dog got into it the other day, and Bo got a hold of Echo's ear and tore her ear right up. Wow, really? Yeah, they got into a little thing back and forth, and uh, and. We've had Bo for two and a half years. We've not ever seen anything like that before. Echo was coming into our backyard. It happened. Everyone was fine. Mm. You know, there was a little nip, nip, nip. And then, you know, there was a an ear tug and a bite there. But, you know, that he's a Britney Spaniel. Britney Spaniels are famously known for just being some of the happiest dogs on the planet. Well, they are unpredictable because yeah. they are animals, yeah. right? And I mentioned this once before, and people on the text line took me to task for it. I'm not sure why, but I said any animal is capable of a uh -huh. mood swing. And, no, and, and I said try taking their food away in the middle of eating. And a lot of people are like, mm -hmm. I can do that, no problem at all. Great, with your dog, you can. Jack... Uh, you know, one of the friendliest breeds uh -huh. there is, a Bernese Mountain Dog. 
miss that guy. But anyway, uh, friendlier than all get yeah. out, but out camping where he's already a little... On edge. On edge. He doesn't like some of the smells and noises around us. He was eating, and I, but he was eating out of another dog's dish yeah. that was in our campground, right, in our group site. So I just reached down to move the uh-huh. bowl, and he bit me. Yeah. That's Jack. My dog. I mean, it wasn't a hard bite or anything. It was just a reaction to what I was doing. A few years back, and I know we're out of time yeah. here, but a few years back out Stony Plains, Spruce Grove area, there was a mom, there was a young boy who's two years old, just about two years old, and they had like a, a husky dog of some sort. And um, the little boy got attacked by the husky dog, and his head was really quite mm. torn up. And I went over and did a number of stories with the family. And they said, you know, here was one of the biggest parts of the problems is someone threw a pizza crust on the floor that towards the dog, the kid was on the floor at the same time, oh, reached yeah. it at the same time. Yep, yep. Now, whose fault is that? Right. Right? So she went on to try and very much work towards, you know, dog safety, what kids should know and ad- humans should know around animals. But at that point, it was like someone threw a pizza crust down between my dog and my kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll fight for food. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.